Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Coffee and Crits. I am your host, Aaron Washington. I am here with my co-host, Nick. Hey! That was so loud. And back, Mike. Ah, it's good to be back. Good to be back. It is. And we have a guest with us, Christian. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, everyone? So, uh, we are getting ready for the Carolina Game Summit tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we decided that uh, we'd do a recording tonight, since we, uh, we have Mike here with us, and we have Christian, so uh, thanks for coming, guys. Oh, yes. So, first and foremost, I would just like to say, uh, you can't see them, but... Uh, a friend of mine that says she made these coasters for me for my birthday. It comes up next week. It has our logo on them. It has this cool swirl effect. I just want to give you a shout out and say thank you so much for the birthday present. I love it. They, and, they are uh, amazing. They, I just... <laughs> yeah, I wish I had crafty. I wish I had crafty stuff seals. You know. Also made Nick's uh, Nick's cup too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, oh, that looks great. I, I think that uh, the work into it. I mean, that even the new logo. So, uh, yeah. you're gonna post a picture of it on. Uh, yeah, uh, the new logo will be up on uh, when you click on our names and stuff. So the new logo will be appearing soon. Uh, so Marshall, he does so much good stuff for me. Uh, that's what good. I definitely like friend. the new logo. That's... Friends, friends with talent. <laughs> friends with talent is definitely a benefit. Uh, only only talents I have come behind a deep <laughs> and I'm just okay. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm yeah, just I'm just okay, guys. World's okay. Yes. Uh, so uh, we've been talking about stories in our uh, episodes. I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've heard some stories, or have yes. you heard the episodes, or have you been part of the episodes in which you talked about stories? Well, I haven't been here in a while, but yes, I <laughs> yes. have heard the podcast. <laughs> So, um, what we've done before, uh, we did an overview. Then, uh, me and Nick kind of took just the intro to the story, kind of like your one to three campaign before you start introducing plot and things like that. And so, now we're going to take it beyond that, you know, and we're going to talk about maybe the time between quests, the time between big pot, uh, plot points. Because essentially, you know, you're going to spend a lot of time doing that. Like, before the next big drop happens, there's going to be a lot of stuff that happens between that like middle of you know and if you don't really have that any idea what to do it can make the game slower it can drag the game mid game down. crawl right so you kind of want to have some things kind of prepare to like get over that hump and there's a lot of different ways to do that um you can you know that's where side questing comes in and stuff like that so christian how do you approach side quests or extra quests that aren't part of your actual storyline uh, basically, when I think of a side quest and uh, how the group is going to be after, kind of kind of like the big boss battle and everything, after after that's done um, and they're winding down, uh, side quests usually happen organically, although if you're the DM running it, I think that um, having something prepared, like you were saying, is uh, quintessential in case they don't... Uh, make something up on their own because usually when you're winding down and stuff you end up back in town or you end up uh you know back at either um you know haven or whatever the game that you're playing and uh get, getting them getting them back in the like mentality of going back out and adventuring or mm -hmm. going back out into the city whatever um it sometimes is difficult for them to go on their own but having something prepared and get jotting them forward is uh definitely helpful uh, Mike? 
Uh, well, actually, I really love side quests. I think, as you know, Aaron, yes. my, most most of my game is comprised of side quests, and somehow a main story arises. I'm not quite sure how. Uh, <laughs> oh man! Uh, p- people get lost on side quests in my in yep. my experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I I actually like downtime. Actually, between uh, bosses and major plot points, and before building up the next series of quests, and that's where the, the players can just RP a bit, get familiar with some NPCs, uh, particularly NPCs that might be important for the next plot. Mm-hmm. RP between themselves. Yeah, RP between themselves. I love I love those moments. I kind of you know you gotta let those ride, right? I yeah. mean, that's how it helps build the story. That's where your character building comes in. So I mean, even things like that are just side things are can be pretty important for the character themselves. Yeah, because sometimes I, they they make things happen on their own. What about you, Nick? I love side quests. <laughs> um, I like side plots. I like multiple plots. Um, after I finish the first big boss, um, like. Right as it's happening, I usually do a big reveal there about what would technically be the next phase. Yeah, I usually um, have like a cinematic moment where the next villain is just kind of sitting in the shadows. Yeah, yeah. And then, I'll get you next time, Gadget. <laughs> next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he reveals his definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like side quests that inevitably lead back to the main quest. Because mm-hmm. um, they can't have ties. Um, some might have knowledge. Um, for the main quest that you can only get through a side quest. Um, and so it's it's a lot of fun for me, at least, to have those side quest moments. Just not grindy ones. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not going to say, all right, go kill five goblins. Okay, now go kill five hobgoblins. Now go do this. Um, I like them to feel more organic. Hey, there's children missing around town. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, we've, all, we've all done That's it. more than a side quest, Nick. It usually leads to a dungeon, which requires a delve, and the party gets lost in the dungeon. Or and- uh, they end up at a doll shop. Yeah. Somewhere, <laughs> um, so or me, a clockmaker, or yeah, a clockmaker. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you can be in the crucible, a doll maker, or a clocksmith. Yeah, I don't know. The doll maker was pretty terrifying. I feel I like it's funny. We all have our own version. I also that. feel like a, a good side quest kind of uh, gives you a break from the main quest, so yes. you don't just feel like you're rushing through it. That's why it's a lot shorter. Um, so it's the boss yeah. is not as devastating not yeah. over the top and you can finish it in generally a couple yeah, sessions yeah 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 and and the thing is it, it fleshes out your world to have side quests too yeah, so if you're going to go into problem. world building you know they're a great way to say you know the main quest isn't the only quest there might be another big bad guy doing something else yeah or um, I've definitely done it before where like they've done a side quest and doing that side quest maybe give them something that helps them for the main one um, I've done it where uh, I just let them know of a situation. There is a X situation, and sometimes I let them decide whether they want to investigate or do something about it. And there have been times that their own investigation has caused them to go handle the situation, and there are times not. I mean, and I've, sometimes I've just done job boards. I remember the first time we played your game, Christian, it was literally just a job board, yeah. and we knew we had X amount of days to wait. So we could have just waited and just sped through. But we decided to take jobs, and so we went out, and then we met a whole like group of like a, like a little tribe of where people and heard their whole situation. So that was something that didn't necessarily need to happen, or we could have completely overrid that. We could have not even like seen it, and that's that's what I like about them. Yeah, for you sure. Know? You don't have to like. I know sometimes you know when you when you're doing your points and it's like kind of like bam, 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 and you got all the different phases. Like, the stop and let, you know, things kind of naturally kind of go. 
because some you need those like slow moments and fast moments. It gives it gives the game like some real pacing. Like you don't also you don't want to blow through all your no. material in like one go. Well, pacing can be really difficult to pace out an entire campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's it's not like a it's it's not like writing something out. It's more like uh, playing a song. You're making up as you go. Yeah. This part's fast, really, really fast. Yeah, it starts slowing down, slow. and then you speed it up because you just you're in a you just get in like a rush moment. You want them to get to the climax of the story, so you just yeah. speed it up for some reason. I often have to tell myself when I'm doing things to slow down. Like, I mean, mentally, just like, because when I'm in it and I'm like just really hype, and you guys and people, my players are finding out stuff, I just want to start dropping reveals, and I gotta yeah. say, wait, <laughs> stop. Well, it's just so easy to do. Like, stop. Just, oh man, I want them to know this. I want to see the reaction. It's gonna yeah. be great. And then you just plop that, and you're like, oh, that was such a good reaction. I want another one. Let me throw some more information. Yeah. All uh, you have to do is pace yourself. <laughs> It's and hard. be hype for each individual I, thing you've done. It's so difficult. I think that um, a lot of that pace uh, comes with that preparation that the DM does. Because if you are prepping yourself to oblivion, where you have, uh, you know, I have the whole first to like middle part of the story figured out, and um, you get excited, and yeah, those reactions do like trigger like uh, your you know yourself to be like, oh, that's that's good. They liked it. Here's another. Here's another. Here's another. Um, if you didn't prepare that far, that wouldn't happen to you. But <laughs> um, but that's not saying preparation is, is bad. Yeah, uh, you need a nice like subtle but soft for, middle ground. But for the DM, you know, be hype about that first boss <laughs> yeah. fight. Yeah, look forward to it. If you're only worried about the end fight, you know. The, the lack of enthusiasm may show during that first boss fight. Oh, yeah, no dude. Like, fight. you got to enjoy the journey. You got to enjoy the no, journey. It's, it's most it's, definitely a journey. Yeah, like, I, I love it all. Like, uh, you, uh, guys, I, you guys are all playing uh, on my Sunday game, and I have loved your reactions as we've gone through. Like, from the very beginning to as things go, you guys you guys are really good. You, you, you're picking up on things. It's really nice. And you guys investigate yourselves. So you guys make those things for me. Like, I don't you know, have to do that, you know. So, uh, with that side arcing, we also have, like, uh, character arcs, right? Like, something in a character's background, something that's relevant to them. Those can also be, like, wonderful side stories. It lets people at your table be the the, 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 the spotlight, you know? Yeah. Part of the world. It makes them part yeah, of the world, have an investment in it. Right. You know, uh... Well, well, I'm doing a different approach this time. Um, before, I usually kind of write all the side story in. It's just kind of like, okay, while you're doing this mission, his side story is now being affected. This time, doing something a little different. I have everyone, everyone's telling me like their goals and things like that. I'm going to write their side story. And I'm going to let people go off alone. And if, let's say, you go off alone in your quest... Everyone at the table is going to make characters that you'll meet along the way to take care of that quest, like before you return, type deal. Hmm. So I'm going to see how that works. I feel like it could be really fun. It allows everyone, to, you know, if you're not going to go to that thing, it allows you to still be playing and be a part of the game. Hmm. You know, get a little interesting feel. You've to definitely it. been like fishing, like in terms of like information. I've noticed, like, yeah, hey, you know, Mephistopheles shows up. And he's like, hey, I noticed that your shield used to be a person. In you know, I might know something about that. I don't, dude, I don't understand why you guys aren't talking to Mephistopheles more. He's like super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's trying to be trustworthy guy. He's trying to be your guy. BFF. 
No. <laughs> what? Hard no. It's no. <laughs> no. <laughs> super friendly. I mean, I wasn't part of that part, but yeah, no. <laughs> no. I, I wish you would have done the talking. Uh, okay. I, I got a charisma of 10, and you left me to talk to Mephistopheles. Yeah, he had to cut the deal. Mephistopheles was just like, oh. It was I the mean, absolute worst. Yeah, you cut him a- you have to do you. You have to do a quest for him. Yeah, yeah. I re- I regret it. I regret it because I was like, this not gonna end well. <laughs> you gotta do a quest for him. You, you owe you owe you owe a deep you owe a lord of, a devil lord a favor. We'll see how that. I can't wait. Ah, stuff. Me DM. We just talked about it. Ugh. Okay. Moving. On. Anyway, story arcs. What? How do you how do you approach those kinds of things like backstory? Like, when do you like to incorporate them into a game? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take the lead. Uh, so I, I, I like having people's backstories. I think I've mentioned it before, but I, I like having people's backstories, um, um, almost, uh, not entirely fleshed out, obviously, but, like, uh, as much as they are willing to, you know, think of and share, um, I usually ask for, like, uh, like a couple paragraphs to a page. Um, but I try to get that into the, into the overall, uh, story arc if it can if not kind of like what you're saying uh the side the side stories are where that will progress very nicely very heavily um taking people aside uh getting a separate um you know session with them and things like that um i've done that um yeah those are fun uh (laughs) the the different ways to get uh people to be more involved because the thing is is that once you have those type of backstory side story stuff um, the, the people that you play with, a hundred percent, will get more invested. Not only in you and your game, but the world and stuff like that. So, I, I, I definitely take it more of a. This is you investing in the people that you're playing with and making sure that they're having fun. Yeah, uh, Mike, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, there. Yeah, um, yeah, that was that was solid. I feel like it's like the good answer. Good answer. I think this is the coffee talking. <laughs> Which, by the way, delicious job by Aaron. Uh, is amazing. <laughs> uh, now I've, I've always liked backstories, and uh, in the past, I've had people actually write backstories. The biggest issue I've actually had uh, is actually players dying. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, well, I mean, it's true. I run a very uh, grim and gritty type game, and I love backstories because I want player characters to try to keep their characters Small alive. Souls. Yeah. Souls. Yeah. You know, I mean, I want them to There's keep no their characters alive, so if I encourage them to write a backstory, then I feel like they'll have more investment and they're not going to do reckless things. But it's not always the case and sometimes accidents happen. And I'll generally plan out story arcs for, for player characters to do in between the main story. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes you find out that Grodd is explosive and you kill your friend. Yeah, sometimes that happens. And so we end up with a a whole new side story arc, you know, (laughs) where, you know, you're trying to resurrect your best bud as as you're visiting him in the underworld. Yeah, I mean, that was fun. I mean, that was just like, because my character was supposed to die when that thing took me, right? But I rolled the two. Yeah, 20s. and he just got sucked into the abyss. Yeah, I rolled the two twenty, and he was like, "Okay." So you see him waiting to be judged in the line. I'm like, "Ooh, I pull him out from the line to be judged. Let's go, go on, on an adventure." So and then the we, yeah. yeah, what I actually liked about the the game was the reveal that your father was a vampire, and your great great your great 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 grandfather was actually a lich, and he was so powerful they had to. Put him into a maze. 
And his goal is to use your body as a, a vessel for his future self. Uh, and I was like, ah, this is, this is going to be good. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I remember like when I realized that, like, oh, my grandfather was actually a terrible person. Oops. Because yeah, I think you realized that your father was not actually dead, even though they said he was dead when he came back to town from the actual story quest. And yeah. Like, and they're all, you know, like, oh, we're sorry to tell you your father's dead. And it turns out he's like, nah, I just changed. I died, had a funeral, changed my name because I have to do that every so many years. <laughs> Got to flip the script. Uh, Nick? I love backgrounds. I encourage them. They help me write side quests. The hardest part is, again, you know, they have to be interested I mean, people can write something down, but if they're not really interested in their own background, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. What, what, what do you do? You know, so like, you know, uh, I'm a simple, I'm, I'm a cop. Um, I've been a cop for this many years. I have a family. Okay. Um, anything else? No. Okay. That's fine. I you, got you. You crushed my dreams, by something. the way. You crushed yes. my dreams. I so did. Crushed my dreams. Yeah, it's called plot, Mike. So, you know. Uh, I do yeah, like working pre, with pre people's. Plot. I do love working with people's backgrounds. Um, just a hard part can be, you know, you engaging them with it, but they have to engage back. Okay, that actually, that, 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 that's, a, that's a good point because um, Nick, you just finished your your Silver's game, and a lot of like a lot of times uh, when it came to characters, like. When it wasn't fighting, a lot of characters didn't do anything. You had a lot of players who wouldn't do anything during the game. Despite the many chances. Like, so, you know, because he would, he would do points where, okay, you guys all are coming back from your school and stuff. You're all together. And he would, he would literally just make, like, a step back yeah. motion. And everyone's kind of like this. So, like, me, Pat, and you, Mike, we would all interact and we'd all have these stories and stuff. So, like... When stuff would happen to each other's characters, like, I would, you know, our characters would be reacting. But, you know, but then, you know, we have other people at the table who had, like, 15 characters. So it was really hard to feel that same kind of, you know, yeah. your players need to, you know, players also can help out with that kind of thing. Well, I think some of it is the sheer number of people at the table. Yeah. Uh, and it definitely makes it hard to, say talk across the table yeah you know so like hey pat you know i have to yell despite yeah. my sensual voice yes you know across the uh, table and there's, there's yeah but I, I, I would argue that though there were some of them who weren't doing it before like even no. before it began uh, i think i'll lead to my second point uh, where not everybody is interested in that sort of play mm-hmm. uh, they want to fight stuff some people just enjoy fighting stuff and it's a different kind of game uh some people are just more quiet in general and they don't like talking. Sometimes they just like to listen to the story and uh, hear what goes on. And that's really that's and all you can do message. is your best to try to keep them engaged enough. Yes. Yeah. Um, including, you know, I mean, acknowledging their even just acknowledging their background a little bit can be enough to engage someone and, and spark something new. Yeah. Or you know, yeah. You know, just kind of encourage them. And sometimes yeah. even that that little knowledge is enough to make that you know yeah, really quiet player really happy. He's sometimes like, oh, I just want to yeah. shout out. Yeah. You know, just want to like a DJ. <laughs> uh, we had we had one player that used to just like to show up and sleep on the couch. And we you know, asked him one day, and he's like, he really just liked hanging out with us. Yeah. That was the thing. He didn't like playing D&D as much as he just liked being a part of something. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's definitely a different. Christian, you feel like you were going to... Oh, no. I was, uh, I was thinking of the fact that to go back on the 
not not yelling across the table, but like trying to get uh, you know notice and stuff. Um, I feel like that might be more of a R group thing uh, <laughs> because boy, do we allow a lot of people to just hop in. So, yeah. but you know, <laughs> well, I, feel, I mean, you have I feel like 11, 12 people at the table, and it's a large that's table. That's ridiculous. I don't recommend that to any of you yeah. listening out Four there. Four to six. <laughs> Four to six is a good number. Yeah. If you're if you're experienced, no more than ten. <laughs> no more than ten. This I'm a, I'm comfortable with up to ten. <laughs> it depends on the game. I'm never doing Silver Age Sentinels with more than a couple people ever again. <laughs> oh, the combat God. is too. Too involved and too role play. The less that. people, the more intimate I feel. But yes. the thing is, is that it's always nice to have, um, you know, the variance and experience of being able to run a bigger group. Yeah. It uh, on that though, like I have to say, because you guys, you guys on Sunday morning are like a machine. You guys are really smooth with it. Yeah. Like, you know, I. The only reason that that. Tape, we can do that at that table because everyone's really on it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have a lot of extra stuff I have to deal with. When a scene is happening, everyone's usually, like, either focusing on the scene or calm and chill and quiet. Like, you guys have really good... During the day, you guys have really good... Like, the table etiquette is really solid. Well, I think that's also a lot to do with the sides and side quests and everything that everyone is kind of on. So, the nice thing is, too, is that with the side stories that we get are kind of like leading the table to certain directions. Yeah. So. Like, it gets everyone involved. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like I said, I'm really... I'm really... This group, everyone is really engaged. So, you know, I'm just very lucky and fortunate that, that in, in this... In this particular Sunday group, I throw you guys story bits and you all just gobble it up. When one of you find information and one of you says it, everyone's just like, what? That does what? And then you're just talking about the things. Like we learned about the new spell. And you were just like, move, Melf Moon Mountain. And I was like, what is this? Melf Moon Mountain? <laughs> I mean, I did keep quiet about it, but yeah. still. <laughs> or uh, when you learned about the, the, the level 11 spell, Wailing Death. Oh, that one was cool. Yeah. And you guys realized, you know, and then the whole line, the whole thing started I saw most of the pack because I was like, I didn't think all of that through like Pat did like he just latched onto it figured it out he did he jumped on it he was like listen he kind of like he, you know he, cause remember he said he wasn't he was Pat was planning not to be a part of your side quest yeah I know yeah. and then that literally he was like no I have to I, I gotta stop this he pieced it together before I did <laughs> so I was like oh okay. he was like, oh, I was amazed I was like what <laughs> he was like this is it this is the plan I'm, this is what they're planning he I'm Hanma <laughs> I hit stuff. I hit stuff good. Now, Hama's revelations on things like, well, we could just kill the robot, steal everything. <laughs> Why are you paying for something that doesn't require we have to pay? Oh, I was waiting. I was Why are we trying to take the ship yes. when it's clear that the He's others were spanked? Crystal clear revelations are just like, this is what we should do. <laughs> <laughs> this is what would make the most sense. But like I said, like, spend that uh, money. <laughs> but I mean, not every group is like that. Some groups you have to coax a little bit more for that kind of thing. You're not, you're not gonna get that every time. Um, like you said before, some people just want to come and they love the tactical part and they want to, they want to be roguey and sneak out. And as long as they can do that, they don't really, they don't really need the whole focus. Yeah, my, on them. like uh, the group I won for on Wednesday, it's very. Half the table is really kicking the door. They're like, we're just going to go in this dungeon and we're just going to fight every single monster we come across. And it led it to a division in the party where the one party wants to really go after the quest 
to rescue these children, and the other one wants to just purge the dungeon of every unclean thing ever, and they go off their own ways. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, all right, now I'm running, killing two different parties on mm-hmm. the same table. It, it's one of those things where, when it comes to when it comes to like the story, and especially like when it's not like the main story, I don't I don't try to force it on anyone, you know. Like uh, like I said before, you guys you guys are very helpful for each other. When someone has a problem, you guys are all like kind of like you're you're the group dynamic is definitely really good when it comes to that kind of thing. If it's a problem that you guys can deal with, you guys kind of tackle it on together. But I've definitely had it where this thing is happening and uh, we don't, you know, we don't have, we don't want to do that thing. And like, there are times, you know, and I just like, we were like, okay, well, you guys are doing this thing and I'll let them do what they want to do while I'm kind of over here with them, you know, no, we're moving from the table. It's like, all right, so let's, let's, let's talk about this. I'm going to go have this conversation. Well, let's, let's have the talk while you, so what did you guys do while that was happening? And then kind of move on from there, which goes into my next thing. Downtime. Oh yeah. Downtime. Yeah. What is it good for? All the stuff. Everything. <laughs> Everything. I don't, I don't know. As a, I have very little downtime in most of my games. It's the party's it's, usually just like we need to go here to go here. We need to stop this. Hey, look, side quest. Yeah, oh, yeah. another side quest. Oh, yeah. another side quest. Like, so I mean the. For just to like talk about, we can, I mean, because downtime can be done in any game, but just real quick, because like, uh, it's it's been brought to my attention, uh, more than once that, uh, fifth edition, uh, they have like a little downtime sheet, but it really doesn't go into a lot of detail. Not like, uh, it's in one systems. of the books, wasn't like Xanathar's guy, yeah, Xanathar's added more, Xanathar's added more, so like, yeah, you can spend it on it, yeah, they have like charts for even if you went and bought it in and how much it would make during that time and things like that, but. Um, well, shout out to Matt Colville because he you know, oh strongholds yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He, strongholds has a huge um, they have a whole bunch of things that you can do outside of the you know just regular questing stuff it's you know it's it's expansive now yeah I, I really options. like it I, I really like the idea of building a stronghold I'm super <laughs> yeah. I'm super sold on it like no it's the idea like I've never really made a character who thinks like that and uh, when I was playing when I was playing in Chris's Pathfinder game. Like, my character, who essentially was, like, a soldier, and in his background, uh, the battle he was in went really bad because of bad mistakes someone made. Just But they were just a noble, so they got to be in charge. So my character was like, I don't want to have to follow anyone like that again. So he's been making connections with nobles. He's been, he started his own adventuring guild. I took feats to help me. I bought, like, I took leadership. I took all these other things so I would be more presentable. You know, I have like a matron who takes me to the soirees and introduces me to her nobles, so that way I can get in. And I want to build a stronghold, like so. When the whole thing comes down and the the gates of the underworld rise up, I want to have an army and a bastion <laughs> to fight the darkness, and that is one of my goals. And it's really cool to actually try to do that kind of thing. As someone who always plays, uh, tries to you know enjoy the fighting as much as he can and I despise it uh, playing a noble is uh, so much fun I, 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 I enjoyed your noble in my game that we yeah. had a while back and I mean I enjoyed, I, I made him a staple in the game oh, because really? he was so awesome. because I he, played, oh, Lord Armando yeah. because he, so, he hassled the party so much and he was in the party yeah 
Like, how dare you talk down to me? I'm your superior. Yeah. It was really... <laughs> I have a lesion back home. Yeah. And, yeah, like, and, and he's like, you go to the guards, like, clap him in the stocks. He's like, I'm in your party. You heard me. <laughs> clap him in the stocks. Uh, Nick, downtime. What do you, what do, you like to do, man? Uh, I like letting people uh, kind of work toward their skills and feats. It's mm-hmm. something I encourage if you want this feat, work yeah. on it. Practice it. Generally, though, it depends on the game. Um, mm-hmm. I try to read the group when I'm doing downtime. Mm-hmm. A lot of it, most people just want to go spend money and buy stuff, and I'm cool with that. Um, if somebody's religious and they go to the church, that's always a fun RP moment and letting them pray and getting stuff out of it, helping the church. Uh, Silver Age Sentinels, um, the superhero game. A lot of the downtime is going to be, well, stuff you, you would just do. I let people work on their training um, for in the sense yeah, the yeah. X-Men game yeah. I let them train there's a danger room you can go train you can go eat pizza go well, to the movies you use this. that as an example like, if you want to train in a skill that you don't normally have then you need to show why you have it now and that that helped encourage that thing when yes. you go downtime I don't have any mental defenses so I go to the I go to the person in our training that has those psychic abilities so that way I can get a level of mind shield because I am being trained yes. in mental defenses so it was a good reason, you know, if you want to use those points in that way, you need a reason to. That's also something really cool. Yeah, and uh, I know that, Nick, sometimes when you show that effort, I mean, you can get rewarded uh, by getting things, you know, slightly for free. No, it's like really ex- extra skills. Like, yeah. for d and I've always liked awarding, like, uh, extra skills. Yeah. Uh, like, like third edition, I just give you extra skill points. So like, you know, hey, you get four extra skill points yeah. in your uh, stealth because you've been practicing it. Because yeah. I've been thinking about this. Like, so... Uh, for fifth edition, right? Uh, if I, I would like, if someone were training themselves in a skill that they don't actually have, like after X amount of time training and giving them that proficiency, to like it. vehicle, <laughs> see, <Actually. laughs> like, yeah, something um, like that. Like, okay, now you're proficient with this. In third edition, You've been I tried how to track so good I, survival. I tried one time actually learning feats, so you actually had to have downtime and pay somebody to actually <coughs> learn the feat. And depending on the tier of the feet, which is the amount of time you had to sit there in training, mm-hmm. you know, from like a week to like a month to three months. Yeah, that's cool because like um, I don't know the exact rule for it in in Pathfinder, but uh, Chris allowed me. Uh, my character was a gunslinger, a gunslinger wizard. So, um, but I kept getting hit in melee, so I want to learn how to use a sword. I don't have any proficiencies with a long sword. Uh, so on our ship, there was a there was a guy who was very proficient with a sword. So I just kind of was like, "Hey, can you teach me?" And so I spent uh, almost I think it was like forty five days of downtime. And every day, every day we had downtime, we were traveling. I was like, "Okay, I wake up in the morning, like, hey, show me how to do this." And by the end of it, he gave me the proficiency with the weapon. Yeah, you know, and it felt like rewarding. Like yeah. I, I felt rewarded for the. For the effort, and that's something you can definitely encourage in people to kind of do those things. I mean, if you actually give rewards, people will generally do the start thing. doing doing it. the things. Because yeah. we, we had this talk about skills, uh, awarding experience points towards skill use. Yeah, yeah I've never game. seen people use so many off the wall skills that I've never seen before until I started awarding experience for actual skill use. Yeah, it's like yeah. well, I'm going to be, I'm going to take my carpentry and I'm going to take my masonry and. I'm going to do things with those. Yeah, I'm actually going to use them. I'm going to use my carpentry to start making shields. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's um, yeah. it's, it's definitely something that can be used. Like, I had never, ever thought about 
the fact that I could write scrolls until <laughs> I played with you. Like, like there's something as simple in a dandy game about a spellcaster just writing some extra scrolls down every now and then when he has the gold. Never thought about it. I just always use my slots. Never thought about ever doing that. And my goodness, anytime I'm a caster and I can write a scroll, I will. Yep, it's like, I ah, need some downtime. Write some scrolls. Why do you think all the villains have one when you kill them and you loot them? <laughs> Where do you think all these scrolls yeah, come from? Yeah. It's, just, it's just crazy. They're just sitting there in the dungeon waiting for you. They <laughs> <laughs> just popped into existence. I just, yeah. I just never I just never thought about it, you know, to myself. And then, you know, I was like, yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah, you were telling me in Chris's game you were actually making magical items. In your, yeah, I'll use my downs also for make magical items because I found out that because uh, this is just my fault. It has nothing to do with Chris. This is my fault because uh, this is difference in systems. So my character had we're level like nine, and my character's AC was like twenty or like nineteen. So I thought I was good. Nah. It is not. Nine, it is not nine Pathfinder. It is nine. not a good AC. <laughs> not the three point five either. No, no. But fifth edition is decent. I felt I like. Then I was. I looked back. and I was like, Oh, I'm still rocking like my beginner armor. What am I doing? Nineteen. No wonder they're hitting for me in like the twenty nines. Easy on like fives yeah, and yeah. eights. Pathfinder, you need all the magic items and stuff. So yeah, you I just get good. it was just a mentality. <laughs> so like, as soon as I realized that, I just spent like a bunch of my downtime and coin and gold and items. And I just like geared myself out, and so like I did that. So like different systems have different uses for it, but uh, definitely I like the idea of rewarding. Fifth edition though, this I wish they had more. I wish they had like stuff like more stuff for like crafting like that. You know, I mean definitely you can use supplements, and they have like a brief thing. But I like the fact that the older games had like a whole nice little chart. I want this enchantment. It takes this long. You need this materials, this spell. Boom, you have the item. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I have to usually off the cuff reward crafters. You know, you usually have to do it kind of like off the top. But so downtime, super awesome. So we've talked about story. Right? We talked about character arcs. We've talked about side questing. Uh, we've talked about downtime. So once you've done that, uh, what is usually your what do you usually do to transition back? Like, okay, now that we've done this, how do you usually transition back to the main story? I'm going to start with Nick this time. Um, sometimes there's an event happening. Um, one will just happen to show up. Uh, you know, it, again, depending on the game I'm running. Of course, right. Um, it might be that they're waiting. The reason for the downtime is they're waiting for an event to occur. Um, oftentimes, Mike will do that as well uh, when we're trying oh, yeah. to go to the uh, festival in uh, Verdun, I believe. Yeah, so like, well, we got three months before the festival. So that's plenty of downtime to go questing and doing other stuff. And then from there, you know, hey, the king's ordering uh, as many mercenaries or whatever as they can to go look for the prince. Okay, hey, we can do that. You uh, know, um, and Don't go. You Some, won't make it back. Now the prince was actually turned into a dog. Yeah. While you're <laughs> while you're on your downtime, somebody comes for you, and you know, and hey, they have evidence um, relative to the boss that that you were looking for originally yeah. before you took the downtime. So it's been like in X Men when I'm doing it after downtime. There's already a goal. Yeah. It's just for a while there, you guys were reactive. So you were waiting for something to go down. I provided something going yeah, down. Yeah, a, a lot of times, though, uh, you let us, like, you know, we, we, a lot of times, we made plans. And oh, yeah. we had to wait for those plans to, like, you know, we made, like, ambushes and yes. setups and stuff like that. Yes. But, yeah. Uh, Mike? 
Uh, like I said, I usually wait for major events. Whether or not the party's aware of said major events or not, uh, it's not always the case. <laughs> but the uh, pardon me, guys. Yeah, <laughs> kind of scratching itch, man. But like, like I said about like the festival, I usually start the game with like a festival, there's some downtime, you mm-hmm. do some side quests, and then the festival happens, and you know, and it just steamrolls into the, the main story arc. Mm-hmm. And then I'll usually wait for uh, the big boss to be killed, and then I'll wait an X amount of time because the next event is the big boss, which the party killed, is actually still alive, and he invites the party to the marriage. Which is the next big event? Well, yeah. okay, we got a wedding invitation to our arch enemy's, ma- you know, wedding. We thought we killed them. What are we going to do, guys? <laughs> and well, then that steam rolls. That's, that's, that's real oh. bold, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and that steam rolls into the next story oh. arc, where the guy, the guy is actually just a simulacrum of the original wizard. That's that's. Oh, you killed me, man! Come to my wedding. Yeah. Like, that's so. That's so. That's that's real. That's so above board. That's, so, that's, 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 uh, that's no, but the party never case. expects it to arrive in the mail. They think they're just doing some side quest. They meet some more adventurers, okay. and I'm just bam. No one expects it. It's been done. only a couple of months. What the? <laughs> uh, Christian? Um. Well, uh, I mean, whenever it's coming back around to like, all right, guys, uh, this side quest is done, or. Uh, you guys have done your, you know, downtime events, things like that. It's, um, it's usually, uh, yeah, I would also say that it's probably just an event that happens. Um, it all, obviously it all depends on the game you're running and the, um, the, uh, people that, you know, actually are interested in the game, uh, you know, make things happen. Um, for example, things like in Vampire, um, Usually it's a lot more intrigue uh, versus you know the combat stuff. So mm-hmm. when I'm I'm running that, it's like, uh, well the prince is calling Elysium or the Baron of uh, this location is requesting you know A from you know any able body and arc uh, whatever. Um, and then you know you guys were doing something. Well now you're gonna be pulled into this situation mm-hmm. not because you have a real choice in the matter, but because your elders are requesting you. Or yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Someone stuff. above is calling yeah. you. Yeah, that's definitely a really good way to that's start. Much it. harder on V5 now, but that's because the elders are being pulled elsewhere. But that's another story for another time. Mm-hmm. I will say we're, 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 we're gonna do one. I can't wait for V5. Yeah, I actually want to see it. Um, I, I will say sometimes there, there are no downtimes. Like the party yeah. will yeah. just go from just yeah. the complete story, and they just want to hammer it down. Uh, kind of like what you were saying earlier with the side quest leading into the main quest. Yeah, and vampire happens a lot where. Okay, this person was in this side story, but oh, it looks like they were working for this person the whole time. I enjoy when they abandon a quest partway through. That is super because fun. I <laughs> like I like having There's consequences. consequences. Yeah, that's oh, that's I, I, I hate that so much because oh, I yeah. I had one game. Oh yes, where the party literally went through like they went over here on this quest, insulted a dragon. And said, ah, we're going to forget about the dragon that we insulted and stole from. And then we're going to go over here and try to raid this tomb. But it's, it's a tomb of these hobgoblin warriors and it's sacred and we desecrate it. Well, we're going to leave the tomb and we're going to go over here on this main quest where we're going to fight these vampires that are going to leech this lich. And now I was like, okay, so you got dragons are angry at you, the hobgoblins are angry at you, the liches want to kill you. Here comes the hate machine. <laughs> the hate trains rolling. You know, enemy oh. of my enemy. Yeah, uh, and I was like, 
When you're on this railroad. Yeah. When you're on this this train. Yeah. Uh, This is your own doing. (laughs) And sometimes there's uh, drawbacks to progressing too quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You're not strong enough yet. Or maybe you go down a well that, you know, was supposed to take you to you know, one dungeon, but now you're at the uh, seventh level. That oh, was yes. the absolute worst. When when you went down the well to level uh, six. Oh, six. It was level six. Yeah. And then you shoot the rope down so you can't escape the well. <laughs> but we found an entrance. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> go anyway. What's up, Aaron? Oh, boy. <laughs> no, I just, just remembered, like, like, we got stuck down here. I heard you shot the rope. <laughs> <laughs> I remember they, they came to me about yeah. it. I was like, you literally did shot it. The, you yourself. shot the rope. Yeah, like, can so we, yeah. The, the fight was to be too fair, hard. I wasn't there either, but boy was I there <laughs> laughing. Yeah. It, you know, it, it, it's like, it, it, you can't complain about the fights being too hard when you're not supposed to be on the sixth level of the dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, consequences. <laughs> back to what we were saying. Yeah, consequences. Yeah. Consequences. Definitely, um, especially, like, uh, when, especially when it comes to things like that, like I like to, I like to show consequence because it gives the it gives the game validity, you know. Yeah. It give it consequences for actions gives the game the the the, the game top realism that kind of like, yeah. you know, which is different from like the whole kind of like oh I can just kind of get away with whatever I want. It kind of gives the game some 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 meat. You know, well, not um, all the consequences are bad either. Like a Nick Silver Age game where we were actually talking to the different groups, like the the Ronin and, and yeah. whatnot. They actually came to help us uh, when we had to make our, you know, our stand. Our, our stand. We had to you know, link our arms together and whatnot. Yeah, so it's you know for 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 good or ill. You know, uh, I mean, gosh, like i know personally when it comes to i am not a fan of banding quest as a player i, I dislike it i, like, I, I, I like, know Aaron. i like leaving business i don't like leaving business unfinished <laughs> i i know well mike <laughs> if you wanted that city to fall dag on it you should have made sure it fell <laughs> the king wasn't going to give you the secret place <laughs> i wish i had known he, i didn't know i was supposed he didn't to know the party was going to do what the party did the city we were in was supposed to fall from a horde which was a much larger army. We had like farm militia, and you know what I'm saying? We just beat a man yeah. and made a man out of him, and we <laughs> made them dudes. We made those farmers hold the line. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the king took all the soldiers off of the gate because he wanted the city to fall because he could then resiege the city. And we held the line. And we <laughs> held the line with farmers. We held the line. <laughs> Leo Bay did a lot with their farmers <laughs> in the Three Kingdoms game. So, so I mean, true. Let me tell you something, yo. Number one... He didn't want to, but he had to. Number one, I am a sucker for that kind of scenario. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, those kind of movies, I love them. Like, mm. why do I like Kingdom of Heaven so much? Because I love the siege. <laughs> you know, I love those kinds of things where it's like, you're in the place, they're coming against you, you have to hold them. And it, the last the, end scenario is always a fantastic There's one. no, you know, I want <laughs> to ride out on the third day, dang it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't need to ride out on the third day. You chased them out of the town on the third day. Like, get out of here. My wizard was on the front line with a sword in his hand, like, ah, He no. held the gate by himself at one point against, like, these Oni. <laughs> and you're, like, level three. And yeah. I'm sitting here, like, I, I, oh. I, 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 I want you to know, I don't know how I did it. 
uh, it was crazy. I was just like, I ran out of spells at one point, just throwing cantrips and stabbing, and I'm just. <sighs> I think even like the guy that was fighting the like like, like like gave me like respect for like the whole. It did. Fight. And the, my favorite was with like Tanner. He's like, you know, this, you, you look like you're about to die. The farmers are running away. And then Tanner, he gets up there. He takes a rock in his hand. He's like. Uh, if the city fall, these are the stones. The stones are the people, and the city must not fall. And then he cast. Then he gave the stones to like a kid, and the kid took the magic stone that he enchanted and crit a guy. Yeah, he crit one of the oni, and everybody's like, "Yeah, <laughs> like sir." That's the leave you needed to yeah. take the time. Yeah. It, was, it was really fun. It, it just super enjoyed it. I can't. I don't. I don't regret. I regret nothing. I regret nothing. We did good that day. It was. We did. Good. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I'd live for those moments, man. But <laughs> ah, that tangents. But it's okay. But yeah, like so. When it comes to uh, like when I when I do mine, definitely um, not completing a side quest, like leaving the things undone, uh, causing more harm than good. I've had that definitely happen. You know, because, uh, you know, players, you know, sometimes when it comes to those things, like, they kind of just get what they do, what they want, and then kind of roll on. And those consequences feel good. You I know? mean, when, when you destroyed, uh, was it Elysium? You know. <laughs> they destroyed Elysium. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't a part of that. It had nothing to do with releasing the Titan of Storms. I didn't do that. It had nothing to do I didn't do that. No, I didn't do that. Nope. I didn't do that. Nope, 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 and I dipped a little bit of the dark roast in it and see how I felt about it. Give it a little bit more, you know. So, Christian, I added, like, I put, the, all I put was a, the chocolate creamer and the French vanilla. And that's all I did. There was actually oh, no coffee in there. It was actually oh, just what? French vanilla creamer. No, <laughs> no there was no coffee. That was the best creamer I ever had. <laughs> 100% sugar. Oh, oh, yeah, wow. yeah. oh, that's why I feel... <laughs> well, actually, we didn't have any sugar, so we just... I mean, but the creamer was so sweet, I didn't even... But go ahead. All right. What would you like to? Uh, I mean, I, I, I is it the rating? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, mm, I mean, I definitely would do seven or eight, seven point five. We'll do seven point five out, out of twenty. Out of twenty, right? Okay, uh, seven point five out of like, twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't even run up to an eight, maybe. maybe eight, uh, eight. Well, the thing is, <laughs> round down like to I, seven. I enjoyed it mostly because it's the chocolate, not because of the coffee. The coffee, yeah. Fair so, enough. I mean, again, I was. Man, you guys are looking at me like, okay. No, we're waiting. We're waiting for the. That's all good. It's all good, baby. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's not a scowl of disapproval. You can give it a one if you want to. All right. So, we got an eight. An eight out of 20. I'm going to give this a 12. Because I, I did the actual chocolate with the vanilla mm-hmm. uh, creamer, and I don't know. I guess it's not it's not as robust as I would like. I'd actually like it to be a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah. French vanilla is definitely more of a soft. Definitely a stronger flavor that's not there in terms of just the coffee flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, it yeah. definitely tastes like I'm this just coffee, drinking. This, this, uh, this coffee is easily overpowered. some sort of chocolate, like 
you we get like a you who or you know what I mean. See, that's I what I felt. Rather like. enjoyed the balance that you put in put in this cup right here for me. I actually finished uh, just just as we were getting into the uh, episode. So um, <laughs> I liked uh, that uh, you put a little bit of the dark roast in there. Um, it, it, at least for mine, I don't think you put as much uh, chocolate. No, in I, mine. like we. I just put the bear. Yeah, the so it, it felt like it was really well balanced, just robust enough, and that chocolatey flavor mixed with the coffee was just wonderful. I'm going to give this an 18. All right. Uh, nice. I also I also super enjoyed this brew. Um, I only put like a touch of each one, so it was mostly just coffee. Maybe put a little bit too much, Mike. Yeah, maybe. Maybe put a little bit yeah. too much because that stuff is strong. Uh, so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give mine a solid seventeen. Oh my! Wow, that's that's some Dude, high rating. It all depends on I how you have your coffee, Tastes baby. Are different. Oh, Tastes are different. I'm just saying, like mine was. I mean, I thought maybe you're using the vampire <laughs> score one through ten. No, no, you know, no, the ten no, that no, I no, no, seven. Oh, okay, you it actually converts to like a fourteen, fifteen. I guess know? it would, but no, I was I was doing the twenty. But the thing is, is that I mean, it felt more like a like chocolate. So I was like, well, it wasn't really like. Coffee. Coffee. Yeah. So, well, I, 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 you, you said you didn't drink coffee, so I put a little bit, I I put a little bit more in there. That may be my fault. Because I put a little bit extra um, in there because I was. You should have just gone with the first thing hey, I said to you. Nobody's no judging you for giving that a bad score. <laughs> okay. Hey. Yeah, we're not. We're not. I thought it wasn't no. a bad score. Okay. Oh, I was. Hey, it's higher than five, dag on it. Yes, it is. It's not like that. that Pete's thing we had. That was Yeah, we did. I can't believe I drank it black. Yeah, that was I rough. can't believe you drink half of these coffees, Black. I mean, much, much respect. Like. Yeah. So, uh, guys, uh, just a real quick uh, shout out uh, to our supporters. Thank you guys for helping us. Um, the new mic is working great. Uh, we got these cool little coasters. You guys are going to see the new logo soon. It should be up there. Um, this probably will be out after CGS. So if you do come out, I hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope you come by and check us out. Like these little bag things, like uh, Gil Gaming just threw a bunch of stuff at us. Yeah, like come by and tell us some of your D and D stories. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, there will be a D and D story uh, audio that'll be out afterwards. Um, hopefully, we get enough people to come like tell us our stories, or I'm gonna like pull you guys aside too. <laughs> if you guys tell us just something memorable, but. Uh, Thanks for listening, and remember, guys, the quest never ends. Oh, wow, insane. Nick, that was uh, very Whoa. disappointing. <laughs> Got to change it up every now and then. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. You can follow us at DM World at ninety twenty nine on Facebook, and you can follow us on Twitter, DM World ninety twenty nine. Please listen to us again. Hope you enjoy. Remember, guys, the quest never ends. <laughs>